Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're going to start out chill. Yeah. I want to make it really bassy. I want to figure mm-hmm. out a way to... For everyone, to, well, you know what? We're gonna buy everybody some subwoofer headphones. Yeah, there you that go. way, when I go, this, this I want their just. I want their teeth. I want a tooth to fall out. I want it to really shake their their skulls. I notice I've done this each day. My voice has been a little bit uh, deeper, deeper each time. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of settling in there. Yeah, guys. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast. You can put your ears into this is a podcast where we talk about movies, uh, TV shows, uh, comics, uh, cryptids, uh, UFOs. Perfect. That's it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in there. Sorry, I, a little early, everybody. Uh, we're going. Uh, the big shout out to everyone on Patreon. Who supports us in any way yeah. Specifically the people who are watching us live this morning Love you guys But also to everybody who's been watching all of our Fantastic Fest coverage What? Uh, over the week Because the boy Sam. people We've done our first trip We are yes. we are in Austin, Texas Is this the boy people's first trip? It is The first trip It's a, it's a special trip Yeah um, And we are coming to you live From Austin, Texas at Yes Fantastic Fest Now it is 9am here in Austin However um, in boy people time, mm-hmm. it's 7 a.m., which and explains why we're... Sam drank yesterday time. It's about 3 a.m., so <laughs> we're going to do our best. <laughs> hey, that's all they expect from us. Yeah, that's uh, that's right. <laughs> this, today's best is going to be a little worse than the normal best. Uh, but for people who don't know, Fantastic Fest is a genre film festival, meaning yes. you get, we get to watch foreign films, sci-fi, fantasy, horror, uh, horror uh, sometimes romance, but like with a twist. Um, yes. Uh, animated. Uh, we see them from all over the world, and we we've uh, we've been treated to. I think I've watched eleven to twelve films in the past three days. Um, that sounds about right. And it's been amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a amazing. great experience. This uh, is my first time. It's my third. And DJ, we're, yes. we we want to hop into uh, talking about it, but we have a little business. We love yes. to do it up top, yes. just so everyone knows who's joining us. Because this is, if you're joining us live or you're watching the video coverage, this is our main. Episode. This will yes. be available to everybody Monday. And just so you know, secrets. Those videos. Mm. Mind if I tell them? Yeah, go for it. Those videos, the, the coverage we've been doing that's exclusive to Patreon in one week will be up to everybody in audio and uh, video form that anyone can listen to. So get ready. It's a, yes, I believe. Yes, we're going to release the audio form to the five dollar tier. Yes, but the, and videos. the videos are going to go up on YouTube. There you go. So get ready to check that out. Um, also, last announcement before we get into some business: um, if you live in the Austin area and you're watching just live or the video right now, yeah. uh, we're going to be doing a little meetup at Shake Shack on South Lamar next to the Alamo Draft House yes. at four thirty p.m. There you go. Come join us. We'll be far more awake at that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, we assume. We assume. Yeah. And we'll have a burger, 
uh, fries. Yeah. And we're going to have a great time. But really quick, if you're joining us for the first time or you have forgotten, uh, you can go to onlysewhatanswers.com to find all the info you need mm-hmm. about our podcast, like where to listen to us, like uh, we get, we're on social media. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Only see what answers on Twitter. We out the vows from Stewart, but also on Reddit. Reddit.com slash r slash only stupid answers. Boom. You can listen to us on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play Music. Everywhere. Uh, iHeartRadio. Everywhere. But really quick, we want to read a quick review from iTunes because we like doing that. Because we like giving shout-outs to people who write those. We appreciate when Five you guys do. Five-star reviews. Five-star Five star reviews. We love it. Uh-huh. Kick it off, Deej. Oh, you know what, Sam? I think I will. Only stupid answer. Only stupid awesome five stars. Oh. Ooh, play on the words a little uh, bit. Uh, best hype man ever. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is like an awesome couch. Y'all are so fucking awesome that you might be the best hype man. You might actually. That might be accurate advertising right there. Should he Should he be our hype man? We'll be in right. touch. Yeah. We'll be in touch. Uh, we also got one here from uh, Troy's Hermer, Hermers. You got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought how? it was Hermenez, but it's Hermers. Uh, the best of all boy people. Five stars. Thank you so much. Sam and DJ are the best podcasters out there. Not doing great on my end. Uh, they have great, they have great chemistry and bromance and are the best boys there are. Recently, I dated a girl who broke up with me because I was into geeky, nerdy things. So I put all my collectibles in a box and stored my comics in the closet because... I thought I was too old for this stuff, but it wasn't for these collectibles, comics, and movies. But, uh, but because of people like Sam and DJ and many others, I know for an absolute fact that it's okay to be a geek, and I'm freaking proud. But because of this podcast, I've gotten back into comics and forgotten how addictive it was buying all comics and collectibles. Thanks, boys. You're welcome, Troy Hermers. Uh, buying comics is addictive. Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a group for everybody. Mm-hmm. We can all talk about it. But today we're yes. talking about something else. <gasps> we're talking about Fantastic the, the Punisher we... trailer. That's Ronan episode. Just talk about that for, for the whole time. It was here's my thoughts on it real quick. It was really cool. Yep, uh, very violent. Yes, uh, very excited. But also from all the violence we've seen at Fantastic Fest in the movies, I'm like, Psh, this is nothing. Yeah, especially uh, the movie we saw like, last night, but we'll talk about that in a minute. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. We do have to do a little bit of spoiler talk oh, we for have that. to. For, for a couple of these movies because there is so much fun stuff to talk about. Oh, man. Um, but first fun thing. Uh, guys, when you when you travel, uh, there things are bound to go wrong in some way. Like you forget your brush. Yes. You forget undies. Yes. Uh, maybe you have one shoe. And oh, I don't know where this is going. Uh, well, sometimes just things go wrong. Yes. And sometimes you can book a whole Airbnb. Oh and, yeah. Uh, you uh, then you arrive and you realize that it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> what well, they kept using the phrase Ill- illegal. It was, just, but it was against the complex's rules. Well, to be fair, she was also pointing and screaming that at us yes. uh, as we were uh, trying to leave the building, and it was just like, "Okay, we get it." Yeah, we'll leave. Leave. yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, man, if you book an Airbnb and it's in an apartment building, maybe call the complex to make sure that they're not going to kick you out. Yeah, if it's a fa- if it's a fancy, if yeah. it's like a, like a more upscale, yeah, this was newer. A, man, the off their offices were insane yeah it was really cool so yeah. basically 
We got we got a really nice Airbnb. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we're staying with Stephen Bree, who have been awesome. And this, yes. has been a re- this has been an amazing festival overall. Yes. But it's been very cool to stay with them and hang with them. But uh, we were able to book uh, uh, an apartment mm-hmm. suite with plenty of beds for all four of us, like a block away, yeah. like five minutes walking. Oh, from been so convenient. The Alamo Draft House. Even if you drive by the Draft House, you know what we're talking yeah. about. It's just down the street um and we got there and as we were if you guys don't know on airbnb you can use an app and you can book your stay through there and you can message the person who owns the place about 30 minutes before we were heading to our place because we just landed we got our badges we were walking down the street yeah uh the the man who owned the establishment stopped talking to us we're like ah whatever we kind of know the rough idea of where this uh, unit is. We'll just go wait there. And yeah, there was no it. like. There wasn't like a drop off for the key. There wasn't. We we had to meet up with this person, and he was communis non gratis. Whatever you know what I mean. I like Latin. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I, I didn't. I don't know if that was Latin that I just said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was going. I was going for it. I'm the the people like I'm the simple people that would communis non gratis. I don't know. I said it wrong. I'm I'm ninety percent sure I said it wrong. Let us know on Twitter. Yeah. But um, yeah, he stopped talking to us. So we waited around the area. We thought we should be. We were sitting yes. down inside this like. Stairwell. Uh, it didn't help that the whole place was under construction, so no, there was no like in. There's no like yeah. getting inside. <laughs> no, there was one door that happened to open, and we uh, just went inside. Yeah. And uh, they, uh, we were waiting to hear back. People kept asking us, "We're like, oh, we're staying in Airbnb. We're just waiting to see if they can get back to us." Finally, a woman came, and she like did like the hey sport and kind of like got yeah. down on her knee and she's yeah. like mm, so i'm so sorry but in their lease contract when they uh when they rent from us it they say they agree to never do an airbnb and if they do they have a chance of being evicted and this is not the this man's first time doing this also he has over four other units yeah. in this apartment complex where you're like when you look at how expensive this is i think he has it with another person but like yeah, probably this is crazy and oh. then another woman showed yeah, up as we were being as we were being like escorted out of the building to the to the main office yeah the, the other woman was uh, being cagier about it than we were she was like oh i'm meeting a friend he said he was in a traffic accident mm-hmm. but i'm not able to get a hold of him so she's like come to the office too and once we explained our situation situation again to the lady uh uh she was leasing manager yeah uh she was like oh that's my situation too hold on bitch what the fuck <laughs> i think she got the memo though because uh, uh you're not supposed to have airbnbs and there there have been times when like uh like being completely honest if if we were informed of like hey maybe don't say we're like staying in an airbnb yeah. and then like be be cool be cool about it like, yeah. you know like don't don't bring it up um then we would have probably been like yeah. it would have been like this wouldn't have been a problem but because this guy was not here yeah it caused a huge problem um i've been you know i've thought about the scamminess of the situation and i i do think i i do wonder if like he had this system going and he did legitimately get in a car accident yeah so and that he, threw off his whole like scheme we know we got a phone call uh as like we were talking to the the people at the apartment complex who were really cool and they were very yeah, nice she was actually when she came in i'm like this is gonna be rough but yeah she, they were very supportive they they actually had again uh, a descriptor of how nice this building was they had like a guest suite Available. and but like most apartments that are newer and nicer they have like a, a showroom yeah that's not what they were offering no us. this was straight up i guess we and, yeah and, and so she was very uh understanding that we were we didn't know we weren't trying to 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 screw anybody over and uh and very helpful to us yeah so that was really cool and um but no he he the man called steve 
and uh, the so one who, who owned the place, and he was like, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, you're not supposed to say anything. It says it in the Airbnb contract. And, and like, Steve was like, you know what? Being completely honest, if that was written in there, I we would have been smarter about this, or mm. we wouldn't have stayed here. Yeah. Like, that was... That's super shady. And he was like, you know what? Uh, he's like, just leave. And we're like, what? He's yeah, like, what? Yeah, he's yeah. like, just leave and, you know, I'll come pick you up and you can still stay there. And it's like, no, man, I think you're getting evicted. Like, yeah. you're, you apparently have done this before or whatever. Like, yeah, it was, they're, they are not having it. But in the time frame of that, Airbnb completely refunded uh, us. And then we found a whole house Yay. that was, it's further away by like 40 minutes walking, but 10 minute drive. Yeah. Uh, and full house. And separate rooms for everybody. Yeah. So it's very it's nice. Pretty cool. And this are the set that you see today was yeah, here set up waiting for us. They had it. They Worked had the out. mics and everything. Yeah. I didn't even have to unpack. They had all my clothes. No. <laughs> all my sizes, too. We should get out of here. <laughs> they just saw our photos really quick. He's like, go, go, yeah, go, go to go Hot Topic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what they need. Uh, so overall, though, like that, it worked out that we got a pretty awesome, we got pretty awesome digs now. And like we did some grocery shopping we got breakfast stuff yeah uh, it's so pretty cool this has been my first what it's pretty cool it feels like a, it feels like a sitcom we're all living together yeah i know getting the hijinks not really we we're just not hearing really. loud ass bugs outside that sound like a siren <laughs> uh and there are like uh, a couple uh red stains on my floor that might be blood but other than that <laughs> uh, um uh what was I going to say oh uh this is my first time in austin hit us with it what's it like it's lovely the people are lovely. The town is lovely. The food. Yeah, it's like L.A. except dialed way back, like yeah. way down. Yeah, it's way spread out. Yeah. The sky's clear. It's weird. It's weird, right? Oh, dude, uh, when I go to bed and I turn off the, because you're a little, used to a little light pollution or whatever, like coming in through the, like when I turn off my night light, blackness uh-huh. like to the point that my eyes never even adjust like there's just it's just dark You're it's just blind there's, there's, basically yeah it, no seriously <laughs> there's like zero light coming into the room uh-huh. uh it's it's a different world down here in austin is what i'm trying to say but yeah we had uh we went to a mexican joint or tex-mex joint with some queso that was, uh, yes. it was so good and yeah you had queso for the first time well i mean not Texas queso for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Where it it came from. The home. The home. Where they grow it. Yeah, where they grow it. And? It was amazing. Right? It was beautiful. It was lovely. I know. It's addictive. Yeah. This is what addiction is like. (laughs) Get ready for it. awesome because it's queso. Yeah. Um, I'm glad. I'm happy for you. And we we checked out all the cool stores on South Congress. Yes. Um, And, well, main thing, we've been experiencing uh, the Alamo Draft House and Fantastic Fest, so you've had all the food there. Which was dope. Uh, I highly recommend the blue cheeseburger. I might have it again today, because today's the last day we're watching movies. Oh. Yeah. we travel tomorrow. I know. When they're listening to this, there's a normal episode. We've already left. Yes. We're already gone. Yeah. We're back home. (laughs) Uh, No, it's... I I always forget how much I just fucking love... The Alamo Draft House and the Fantastic Fest, uh, like world in general, like you meet so many cool people, and everyone you realize, like, even if there's like actors and actresses or directors there, like, everyone's there, they understand where we're at. It's yeah. not like some posh Hollywood thing, it's like this is Austin, Texas. Yeah, like, we're all here for barbecue, queso, yeah. and good movies, and it's just like that's what we need to figure out before we go is the barbecue situation. Oh man, we'll get you barbecue. Oh, we're gonna oh, you believe 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 the barbecue. Probably get it tomorrow for lunch. Yes, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, yeah. Look at us planning. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's just 
a very awesome experience and the great people awesome. also huh awesome experience puns um and we've also met a bunch of you guys, which has yes. been really cool. We've met people who've uh, helped out on the with the Patreon. Uh, speaking of people joining us live, Robert <gasps> Gonzalez, we met you, we buddy. Met you yesterday. You looked very dapper. Mm-hmm. I liked your hat. Yeah, and you wore a kind of funny games T-shirt. And your license number is. <laughs> <laughs> and your social is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You had that all out. Yeah, all <laughs> you out. had that all I mean, out that's with not, you. That's, listen, that's on you. Yeah. Uh, you had it out there. We're going to say it on the podcast. I don't think we're doing anything wrong. Yeah, no. That's on you. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so we that, That'd be a good. We should make a spin off show. That's on you. That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they walked in here. That's on you. That's on you. They're like, it's just a. <laughs> it's a sex dungeon. Hey, uh, that's, that's a, on, on you. you, man. That's on you. It's oh. a label as a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, but that's on you. You walked in here. So we might do a little talk a little bit about the gen- week in general. Uh, so far, even though we got one more day as of the recording of this podcast, but but Sam, it. oh the poster's coming down. You know what? That's what the kids pay for. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Sam, yesterday we saw some more movies. Do you remember what those movies were? There's a delay on the footage, so I was waiting. Were you ready to see it? I wanted to see down. the epic fall. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we've seen so many. So it's bleeding together. But yesterday's movies. Oh, the first movie we saw. Junkhead. Junkhead, yeah. Yes, we did see Junkhead, and that what reminded a, me. What a weird movie. Yeah, it's pretty great, though. Yeah. So it's a, it's a stop-motion film, which <laughs> I will read the full description of. Just a second. Just everyone. Just hold your, it. Just hold on to your. Hold on your hats. Just for a second, if you would please. Junkhead. Junkhead. Here we go. Junkhead. It's a Japanese stop motion movie. Cool. Humanity is dying. It's been twelve hundred years since our rebellious clone workforce moved underground, and the only way we can survive is by plunging into the depths to learn more about our terrifying creations. So, the humanity started uh, messing with human cloning, yeah, and they it, started making weird hybrid an- uh, creatures or mutations of things and. Oh boy, it is a nightmare. Yeah. But, uh, it, this this stop motion movie has some pretty great humor. Yeah, Does I was it, surprised by that. I was surprised by how funny it was. There's a joke where the main character, well, the main character is a dude in a robot body. Yeah, and uh, he's lost his memory, but everyone thinks that they call him God because yeah. he's a human. He's yeah. a full human, and everybody else are these clone things. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they're like, "Oh no, he's God!" And there's this moment where he gets the main character gets eaten for a second. They're like, "Oh God, we killed God!" And yeah. they're all freaking out, and he gets vomited up, and they yell, "He is risen!" risen. And yeah. it's, it's so funny, it's fantastic. Uh, we don't I will always, always I will uh, always no. react. Uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, it's definitely like this this homegrown stop motion. Uh, film. Uh, all the a- characters in it don't. I. It's a. It's either. It's either gibberish or it's a highly affected affected Japanese to where it doesn't really sound like Japanese to my dumb American ears. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's Japanese. I think it's just a gibberish language. I think so too. Even yeah. when you do get a glimpse of the humans, it doesn't sound like. Yeah. It doesn't sound. Uh, right. But it's a really interesting, cool world that they've that they constructed in this. I really liked. You see the different. Uh, levels. I think you go see four different levels um, from when the, the before the thing's falling. You know, it falls through a level and yeah. then it stays in. A, you know, you see like four different levels of this clone world. That's uh, crazy, interesting, kind of a nightmare. Uh, 
there's this one place where they get food, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I th- yeah, I think that's the freakiest. For me, that was the freakiest. Like, mm, this is... This is unsettling. This yeah. is a little. This is a little much for me. What, uh, what criticism? Uh, uh, it, yeah. The, this guy. I don't know if he's actually. He may have directed a stop motion film before. Mm-hmm. But boy, there needs to be some sort of pacing thing fixed, or or something. Something needs to. Something needs to be cut. Yeah. Which talking about it. There's like maybe a few things like there's a final scene that kind of that has like four endings to it. And yeah. it, could be, it could be cut down but without there, the actual ending of the movie. Yeah, there's no actual ending too. That's a big yeah. critique because uh, it doesn't end. It yeah. just stops. stops. Yeah, and then the the credits roll. Uh, but no, there's like there's like one scene in particular where I was like I was kind of like pulling at my face. You know, you're like God, mm. oh, just finish because yeah. it's um, this one character's like mm, I think about sitting down. Come help me sit down, and then they turn. They look for a place to sit. <laughs> this is all in a room that's very small. Uh. They walk over, cut to yeah. the seat that's in the same shot, yeah. uh, and then they pivot to get ready to sit. Sit. Oh. And you're like, whoa, that just took so long. <laughs> yeah. There's so much that happens in this movie. There's no way we can spend this much time on, on you sitting. sitting down. Yeah, yeah, it's about two hours without like a real ending. I think it could have been an hour and a half. Good jokes, though. Oh, fantastic jokes. Fantastic world. Uh, I love the reveal on what he's been hunting for the whole time down there. Yeah. I love his little interactions, especially since he loses his memory. There's like a, uh, like a parable or fable element to it where like um, uh, like Pinocchio, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, where you know, people try to like con him or whatever. Um, all the little monsters are crazy. It's weird to find out that literally every creature down there is one of these clones even the food yeah and you're like ah, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. i know that's how the like, ecosystem works and like it's like uh, it's rough it's yeah but it's just a very i i i would recommend checking it out if you can find a place to stream it because it's it's a it's a very unique experience yes yeah. there was a moment where i was like this is this is dragging a little bit though oh I, definitely I, I oh could, definitely I yeah i felt like leaving and whenever i say i wanted to leave that i've only walked out of one theater one movie this year it was yeah. just that it was the first movie of the day yeah nothing about it was like really Appealing engaging and also you have like what three or four movies later on so it's yeah. like uh, so i went and got a coffee had great Prioritize. Yeah, so we saw John Cat, which is great. Uh, and then we saw Haunters together. Oh my goodness. So, I did not anticipate enjoying this movie as much as I did. No, also, I just I think it's really important to go see documentaries at Fantastic Fests, especially because yeah. they always get the cool ones. They always yeah. get the ones where you're like, I would never think about watching this. Like, I watched one on Turkish cinema and how they totally they have no copyright law. So, in like the in the sixties, they would make two thousand films a year Jeez. with only like three writers, one director. Five actors, like 15 actors, because yeah. they have to rotate out every once in a while. Uh, and like the same costumes yeah. over and over again. And because they didn't have copyright laws, and it all, they'd be copying the same movies that already came out or American movies. It's amazing. Anyways, this year, though, we saw Haunters, The Art of the Scare, which is an American film which is coming out for everybody October 3rd. Oh, man. And it was Check really- it out. Uh, do yourself a favor. It's worth it yeah. because uh, this year, this uh, this screening we did yeah. was it's the world premiere, and it was the first time the director had ever seen it on a big screen. Yeah. And I believe because I was reading the credits as we were doing the Q and A, this is a Kickstarter backed project. Oh, is it? Yes, this is a Kickstarter backed project. Very cool for him that he got it made. Yeah, it's it's it, it, that makes sense because it's like what studio would back this even though it's so great i love watching documentaries one of my favorite things when watching documentaries is when you can tell 
that they had like a conceit, like their what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. and then one person or event or something just kind of like consumes the narrative a little bit because that's that's where it's at. In this film, have we described what Haunters is? No, it's about to. Do it up. Uh, So Haunters is a deep dive into haunted house culture, which is uh, not just creating the haunts, but also the people who scare uh, and the evolution of it from in the 50s where churches used to, with a big... big, Makers of haunted houses, which is great, yeah. um, and it was a way to like get the community together and you, like, give the kids like something fun to do during the holidays. Uh, to like blackout, where like those those haunted houses, we have to like sign waivers and they can touch you and and fuck with you. And yeah, um, I've seen some footage of those. Those are uh, not blackout, but uh, one we'll talk about in a second. Where I've seen footage of the McCamey yeah uh, house, and it's. Uh, looks like hell. Yeah, so, well, that's what I was I was going with. So yeah. the he uh, he dives a little bit into you know Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, uh, a little bit into places like Delusion, the the uh, like the things that kind of blur the lines between escape rooms and and haunted houses, and there's a narrative element to it. Um, but a, a primary uh, primary a lot of the focus goes towards. Um, people like Shar, who is a long time scare that goes just this is what she does in her like spare 40 time. Plus years, yeah, yeah. Um, she was amazing. But a lot of people that do homegrown haunted houses, and one in particular is this McCamey house. That it's I am I am shocked. I'm shocked uh, that they've never been sued. Which was a big question. There was a lawyer in the audience who was like, how... They all have to sign waivers, but the McCamey house, if you guys don't know, there's more extreme haunted houses where they can, like, touch you and, like, basically torture you and you're... uh, that's what you're signing up for, but in the McCam- and they all have safety words. That's important. In the McCamey house, you do not. You do not have a yeah. way of leaving this until it's done. Yeah, and that's what I hate. Yeah, that's yeah. So and it's and it's like you're basically like they, they're showing for footage and people are basically being waterboarded and you're like, oh DJ, you're using an exaggerated term to emphasize how rough it is. Now, legitimately, it, it looks like these people are being basically waterboarded. No, it's a two foot. People are being it's basically a coffin sized yeah. container with a cage over the top yeah so that you can't get out but you can put your head up to breathe a little bit and then someone reaches through and pushes Push your you head down. down he tells his his workers like if they vomit you grab the vomit you put it back in their face mm-hmm. and you see you see that it's a it, it's a nightmare and it's funny because they go the the gentleman who runs this is a guy by the name of russ yeah um and uh when you go into who he is as a person like if you were to meet him at the grocery store. Oh, when you find out what he does for a living, it's amazing. Great anyway, editing. Great um, editing. Uh, he seems like a pretty f- cool dude that's fun to be around. But like, the more they go into what happens at the house, and then the people's because there's one of two reactions to the house. Either you, the the people that look back at their footage, were legitimately frustrated. They they remember the experience and were very frustrated. Or you get the people that it's kind of like a hazing thing where now they want to do that to other people. There was a line that really, the director even brought it up because it sticks out. A girl, a woman went through it. Yeah. And then afterwards she said, uh, can I volunteer? Can I be one of the scarers? And they asked why. And she's like, because I want to hurt. Sorry. I want to scare my friends. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Yeah. That's, um, that's some weird, closed loop, oppressive, abusive shit yeah. right there. That like, if... 
because all this shit's really fucked up. Like, yeah. I, I, and I, we, I don't know about you, but I enjoy haunted houses. Yeah. Like, normal ones, like, uh, Halloween Horror Nights, they go, it go, they go bananas with what they do, and I, I love, um, how creative they get every single year, but it's, I love it for me. I don't yeah. love it because I'm with friends who are pissing themselves. No. Like, um, oh, selfish of me. All right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not scaring them, but yeah. like, uh, I, I don't quite get that, um, that appeal. Yeah, it's like yeah. hazing. You brought yeah, that up. Yeah, yeah, but but the but the other there's other home people that do their home builds, and we see a lot. Um, the one that did the skeleton, the the skull in the forest, and stuff like that. Yeah, people uh, sometimes like rent out areas. We we followed the main people in the movie were Russ, another. I'm blanking on his name. He yeah, lives same. in Fullerton, and he built like a one of those haunted houses in his front yard, and yeah. it goes around the back of his house. Uh, which and with his wife, who really doesn't like that he's building haunted houses, and that was a kind of a cool narrative thing yeah. for for them. But when you're watching it. It's like this couple might not work if this guy yeah. literally just like lives and breathes Halloween. Yeah, you may have messed up here. Yeah. Like this Whoops. sucks. Yeah, if you really hate something that he does talks about on a daily basis. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but there, there's a cool arc for them. Well, again, October third, uh, digital Watch release. It. Yeah, it's really yeah. worth it. Um, or Blu-ray too, maybe. But anyways, um, I did want to say what was something that was really cool. I don't remember. But you can go and look up uh, the McKamey house, M-C-K-A-M-E-Y. Yeah. You can look it up, and you can see the videos that he makes because Russ is obsessed yeah, with he's really into that. those videos. But on the positive note, then you've got the long-term scare Shar, who's I, – I really liked her story a lot. There's it, just a lot of this – is, this is, it's, and this is another cool thing with documentaries. This is a topic that I would have given almost zero thought to. Um, but this is but you you got somebody that really cared about it, really wanted to investigate it, and found people whose lives revolve around this, and it's it's very informative and very interesting. It's a cool um, uh, there's there's a very obvious affection for these people in this community, mm-hmm. and it's infectious. Like I I ended up like really caring about these people. Uh, highly recommend Haunters. Yeah, it's as soon as you can get your hands on it, go watch it because and also perfect for Halloween. Yay! Um, and it does make me want to. I, I I do need to get my tickets for Universal Holy Horror Nights because mm-hmm. it is so much fun. It is fun. The lines are long. They are, but it's worth it. Mm. I, uh, usually it's worth it. Yeah. Usually it's worth it. And um, yeah, so that was a really good one we were able to see yesterday. I took a break after that and you, ho- you uh, caught up with your friends. So yeah. uh, I on my list was 1922, but that will be a Netflix release starring yeah. Thomas Jane. It's a Stephen King uh, short uh, that they turned into a movie. It's yes. I got... It was a... It's a period piece in 1922 about a man uh, kind of confessing to the murder of his wife, but it's kind of done in a Twilight Zone uh, style. Yeah, Steve liked it. Yeah. Steve saw it. He was a fan. So keep an eye out for that. But then we both (gasps) saw... Oh, my goodness. Not... uh, I think it's my second favorite movie of the the, the con of the festival. Uh, But... It's a very close second. Yeah. It's mirrored. It's just a hair's breath away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hair, but turtle's breath away. Um, this is uh, Brawl in Cell Block 99 by S. Craig uh, Zoller, mm-hmm. uh, who did... Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, one of DJ's faves. I love Bone Tomahawk. If you haven't seen Bone Tomahawk, it's on Amazon Prime streaming. Uh, highly recommend it. Um, yeah, Brawl. Brawl's great. Here's a quick synopsis. Yes. S. Craig Zoller, Bone Tomahawk, returns with his sophomore feature, Brawl in Cell Block 99. An exhilarating exercise in analog violence, Cell Block follows the brutal exploits of a former boxer who finds himself incarcerated after a drug deal goes wrong. Trapped in him. A- 
in a maximum security facility, he must fight to stay alive and to protect those he loves. Pretty much sums it up. Uh, yeah. This movie might be the most violent movie I've ever seen. Yeah, and that's I, because you haven't seen Bone Tomahawk. I have not, but also <laughs> it, it might not be. I might have, I may have seen more violent movies. Oh my God, this is the best stretch in the world. There we go. Guys, it's early. Yeah. All right. Uh, and... Um, it, it's just how it escalates, yeah. and that all of a sudden you're like you're you're getting a normal fight where you might see like through a through a sleeve you might see an arm bend the wrong way, yeah. and then all of a sudden yeah. you're like oh no, no. oh no, no we're seeing no. something I've never seen before I audibly screamed I yeah. did a yipe I did yeah. like I couldn't help it but I was, everyone I was sitting next to did the same thing yeah. there's I uh, when the brutality happens at the end, you get like one shocking thing, then another shocking thing, and then by the third one yeah. is when I I did turn around and I fa- I faced the chair for yeah, a second. Um, I was like, I just need to breathe yeah. and then turn around. But it, I'm not scared of it. I'm yeah. just uh, I am overwhelmed, and I had to keep watching because this movie was awesome. Yeah, definitely. It was. Um, it starts off in a kind of grounded place. It starts Vince Vaughn uh, as... Which, guys, trust us. Yeah. He kills it. He does a great job. He plays Bradley. Bra- not Don't, Brad. Yeah, not Brad. Bradley. Bradley. Um, and uh, he... Get, drug deal goes wrong. He goes to prison. And it starts off in a relatively, for movie terms, grounded scenario Can you get a little origin of why he became a drug uh drug runner yeah yeah uh, you get a background with his family with his with his wife who's really great um uh and in the scene where the drug deal goes wrong i thought was really interesting like a really different take on how that happens um which i really appreciated mm-hmm. like uh, this dude is a good dude yeah ish ish Ish. There ish, you go. Yeah, ish. ish. Yeah. Because you're like more that he has a very strong moral compass, yeah. and because you're watching it, you're like, yeah, this makes sense. He's a good guy, and, and it also makes sense. He's also uh, brutal. We find out later, brutally pragmatic. Like, there's not a lot of like. That's one thing I love. Is things get keep getting more and more out of hand. He very much is like, well, I got to do this now. There's not a lot of hemming and hawing. It's like, well, I guess I'm going to do this now. Yeah. You know, every every when he's faced with like every challenge, like. Well, like the way he resolve even even not fight stuff, it's like, well, this is what's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have time to complain about it. Yeah. He's just like he sure as shit does not want to be there, but there's nothing he can do about but it. But as the situation becomes heightened, like each level, it got, it's a little bit, not even a little bit, it gets crazier to the point where it's like it's full on midnight movie, like. When you say that, what do you mean by uh, that? Just something that would be released, like a like a grindhouse picture, be uh, like an old B movie yeah. that you'd see that would only play in theaters, where like you'd either get like triple X movies or movies that are this violent. That that uh, uh, the stuff that that uh, grindhouse was kind of lampooning. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, there, uh, this movie is not rated yet. No, but it, well, it, I don't think it'll ever be. I really want it to be. It's, I, I feel like it'd be wide release because Bone Tomahawk at least got nominated for Oscars. No, it didn't. But Jeff Bridges. Oh, no, I mean, uh, yeah, Jeff Bridges. No. No. Who's in that? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Are you sure? I'm positive. It got nominated for something. No, look. I uh, doubt it. Um, uh, at least not like an Oscar or something. Um, but, uh, but, dude, I highly recommend it. Also, uh, highly recommend... Uh, as Craig Zoller to direct the Mortal Kombat movie because he's got the fatalities down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that gives you a uh, kind of a gauge of how, where the violence goes in this movie. It, uh, it's oh, in good a, Lord, it's in it's intense. It's a 
it's a lot to take in. I, I know my favorite movies of the festival because they are the movies that I did not once think to check my watch. Because even movies I've enjoyed, I was like, and how many, how much time do we have left? Yeah. Just probably because there's just a lot of movies. Um, uh, but Cell Block, um, Haunters, uh, Anna and the Apocalypse, not once. Mm. Not once, just was in the movie, just like lo- loving it, every minute of it. Uh, it wasn't nominated. You <laughs> I wish, I had, man. I, I would have. I had that mixed up with another, with the Jeff Bridges movie that has a similar poster. That's fair. Was it Hell or High Water? No, it was okay. like from a couple years ago. They okay. were the same poster as Bone Tomahawk. Okay. And also Kurt Russell and Jeff Bridges look similar. Racist. Okay. By the way, the one nitpick, and this unfortunately happens in a lot of movies in this type of genre that I really enjoy, but we maybe need to figure something out. Uh, the lone white guy taking on a bunch of people from different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. We need to figure it out because it's, it's, it's not... We've, we've seen it we've, we've seen, seen it. it we've seen it we've seen it a bunch and don't get me wrong there are a bunch of movies i love and i enjoy mm-hmm. but in the future i've seen those movies let's switch it up a little bit Agreed. uh it didn't keep me from loving this movie no and it's just, it's great i think a, he's just a good southern boy yeah. that knows what needs to be done yeah and he's like well i love my family uh and it, there's this there's a scene where he gets he has to talk with his wife yeah and She's done something that's like made him angry. So you get a moment of like him exercising that anger in a physical way, not towards her, but in a really yeah. cool way yeah. uh, that really paints a picture of what he's capable of. <laughs> um, but in a, in also a comedic way, yeah. which I, it, it's amazing. So if you can get your hands on this movie, highly recommend it. But then he sits down with her and he's clearly upset. Yeah. But he's not like pointing a finger. He's like, how do we fix this? Yeah. And he's like, can we fix it? Yeah. In his eyes, yes, you can. And this is what we're going to do. Yeah. If she's on board, and she is. And so I was just like, wow, this is like not what I expected. This is yeah. not what I. And uh, Vince Vaughn was at Fantastic Fest, um, and he said the same thing. He was like, I didn't expect that scene to go that way because Hollywood movies usually take a way different turn. Yeah. So, I, I, that was a great moment. The, the QA with him and uh, Zuckers Haller had a, real, a lot of cool things to say. Udo Kier was there, mm-hmm. who's been in a lot of uh, famous. Um, European horror films and just he's been all over mm-hmm. um, it, but like Vince it was it reminded me of Comic-Con when you'd have like a real like triple-a celebrity on there and you see why they are as successful as they are because he just he there was, he was magnetic and he also handled like because uh, our uh, the int- uh, the guy that did the introduction is amazing. He's my favorite introducer. But he f- we were in another theater, yeah. And so he was supposed to repeat the questions. And I think maybe he was a little starstruck and he forgot to. Uh-huh. And so like Vince Vaughn started like saying what the questions were before he was answering. And it's like you're the best. And I saw an interview with him before. Uh, cool. He was he was uh, oh, he's he was, on the stage, right? Yeah, he was being interviewed by Leonard Maltin in the Highball. Very cool. Yeah, but um, damn it, go see that movie. Go if it's playing in a theater, definitely go see it. I have a feeling it's going to be most of you are probably going to be able to see it through on demand. Take the time. <laughs> Take the time. Uh, unless you're a little bit squeamy because it is violent. Oh, it is so fucking that, violent. I don't think that really does it justice. It, it so almost, violent. it almost is. So, it's almost, it's, it's like itchy and scratchy at one point. Yeah. You didn't watch Simpsons, but like, yeah. you know, the, you know, the, yeah, I know the bit. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it does get to that level, but it's live action. So you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Um, but the God fights are it. great. The fights are great. Uh, there's uh, expertly choreographed. They're so also, cool. Uh, Vince Vaughn is like 
actually a boxer and yeah. a mixed martial artist, and he's now taking jujitsu. Yeah. And the way this is shot, I really like it more than a lot of the action that's in like John Wick and everything. Because mm. not that John Wick's bad in yeah. any way. I'm just saying when you watch it, it's choreographed. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. But you know, and yeah. this, yes, it's choreographed. But because of how visceral it is, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm scared. I'm yeah. more, I'm more threatened by this. Yeah. Also, Vince Vaughn's huge. He's huge. They they really play up his height in a really cool way. And another thing I love about this in Bone Tomahawk is just the dialogue. The way the dialogue works is just very. Um, I just it's 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 nice. It's it's got it's a nice unique rhythm. Um, and I think that's really important in dialogue is the rhythm of it. Um, and the, and the words that are used, I, I just, it's, it sets up a really cool scenario. I can't wait to watch it again. Uh, very excited for when it comes out, however it comes out, however it's released. Uh, agreed. Now. Yes. It's important because we have a couple questions here from yes. Twitter. Uh, and I think we should, uh, th- this is segueing perfectly. Robert Gonzalez. Yes. Uh, shout out for joining live and tweeting at us. Uh, what's your favorite film? So far, now let's do it. Maybe like a top three. Let's do there a top, you go. Three. top three. Top three is easy for me. Easy because uh, again, I didn't check my watch. It's cell Block, Haunters, and Anna and the Apocalypse. Now, in that order, or is uh, it kind ju- of no? Just I can't. I don't know if I could choose an order. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it would be between Anna and Cell Block. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, even though I love Cell Block, I will admit that I enjoyed Pone Tomahawk more. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, but um. Those, if you're not making me pick one, it makes it a lot easier. Those are the top three for me. All right, I'll do my three and see if you can pick a pick uh, your pick your one because I mine is very similar. And in the apocalypse, uh huh. Because fuck, is that music it's great? Magical guys for who didn't get to watch the episode. And in the apocalypse is uh, a zombie musical yeah. set during Christmas in Ireland. So you get all the accents and everything. The Scotland. most of oh, Scotland. Scotland. Sorry, yeah. I will always mix those. up. I get it. Um, I don't blame you. Uh, but it has some of the catchiest musical songs I've heard in a long time. No, I've not listened to Hamilton. <laughs> I'm waiting until I see it live. I uh, admire that, by the way. I don't know if I've said that. It, I admire it, your, your it's dedication so to cool. waiting. It's so cool yeah. to watch, listen to all the music live. Anyways, uh, and in the Apocalypse, so good. Uh, we also saw the world premiere, So, and I think it's going to get a wide release based on the press. I would be shocked uh-huh. if it didn't. Uh, then uh, bu- uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99 is yeah. in my top three. And then Three Football and Soul, which I talked about oh, in the yeah. first episode. And I I have not met another person who has seen this, but it, it I was going to say, well, you check it out here. I was going to say a press link. You can't. Yeah. No one can watch nope. that. Nope. You'd get in big trouble if you yeah, did that. I couldn't do that. No. no. Um, uh, but there's sometimes if we can't make a movie, but we want to talk about it, there's a place we can go and watch them. But anyways, I was able to see Three Football and Soul in theaters, and then afterwards we did. There was a Q and A with the uh, writer, the director, the cinematographer, uh, the editor, and the person who scored it. Yeah, which is the same person, uh-huh. one dude, and um, he didn't speak English. He spoke uh, Japanese, and his interpreter. Definitely wrote down on her resume that she could translate Japanese, but really it was like she could translate basic Japanese yeah. because sometimes she would use phrases that was like, oh, I don't know how to translate. Basically, big feeling. And you're mm-hmm. like, that's not what he said. Yeah. He said a Come whole on. sentence. Yeah. So like, he don't, don't, don't no. make it like that. Yeah. And then people laugh and you could kind of see he kind of like <laughs> did a nod and you're like, okay, yeah, he's just playing along because he doesn't get what happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, which is funny. Um, I have a story for you about that in a okay. second, too. Um, but no, Three Football and Soul is a Japanese film. It 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 it's about 
a suicide club, which is uh, something that is happening a lot in Japan right now. Yeah. It's a big problem where people meet in chat rooms and they plan group suicides. Uh, that's terrifying and it's very sad. But uh, this movie was made by this man because he said that if I can show this to one person, stop them from killing themselves, then I did my job. Yeah, and that's very admirable. This this movie is that. It is a mix of... It's about four people who are going to die by explosive. Uh, and one of the guys is a firework maker. Yeah. So it's this giant, this giant 300-pound bomb, yeah. uh, firework, uh, that they're all going to sit around. And for some reason... Uh, they get these people get caught in a time loop. Yeah. Whenever it detonates, and it causes the characters. At first, it's very comedic. It's like it's the be- it's Groundhog Day on a very smaller scale. And, yeah. Uh, other people get wrapped up into it too, which is very That's fun. Dope. Which I kind of wish Groundhog Day did if it had yeah. like one person that also got caught up into yeah. it. But never mind. Groundhog Day is perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but it, it, obviously you're gonna have to start unpacking uh, what these people are going through. Yeah. And. They uh, and it, they do it in a really cool. They just do it in a really creative way, and the main goal of the movie I won't say because that's the point of the movie. Um, it, it, it's very complicated. It's very complicated. It's right, but it's for the it's right for the wrong reasons. I don't know how else to say it. But if you, when you see it, you'd understand what I mean. Um, but uh, there's I I bawled I and I've never cried at uh, I teared up at when I saw Red Turtle yeah um, but I cried in this because it could be where I'm at right now um, in life or just that like I I mean I feel like a lot of people have dealt with suicide in some form yes. like through a family member or a friend or Absolutely. maybe you've had some, some thoughts so they nail it yeah and then the uh, when you get you kind of like you play with that idea yeah. You get something extra at the end that the film, normal film that could deal with this wouldn't do, yeah. which I love, which was, so, it was, it was beautiful. I'm very thankful that we have, I have the ability to go and watch it yeah. uh, through our press screeners. Um, I'm always, I'm because, bummed because it really matter It really meant something to me and I feel like I'm, I could hype it up too much, but it really, I'm excited to check it out. Yeah. I'm going to guess that that's still your favorite film of the of I the had fest. so much fun watching uh, Brawl but I think the perfect balance yeah uh, was three football and so that makes sense yeah and if you guys can find it <clears throat> highly recommend it it comes recommended straight from Sam Boy mm-hmm. right there uh, if I had to pick one maybe Brawl just because it's everything I want my movies to be <laughs> yeah, I get it no it's <clears throat> it's, a, uh, it's but, a treasure but Anna Apocalypse and Haunters are both real special and I was I was very pleasantly surprised by both of those films um, we have a question here speaking of perfect questions that lead us to things that we want to talk about Maggie Whitmer at Mag Mouseketeer would you fight in one of the fantastic debates if you don't know what the fantastic debates are Sam would you tell them about it you got it <laughs> uh, it is a, the nerdiest uh, most badass version of debating you could possibly think of because it's all about uh, well you get a you one you get an awesome announcer, but also uh, there's multiple fights uh, where two people go into the ring and they debate a nerdy topic. Like uh, my favorite from past years, Creed versus Creed, Creed the movie versus Creed the band, which is better? No. Who do you think won? Yeah. Who do you think won? I would say Creed the movie, Creed the band. Oh damn! It. Because also you got to read the audience. Because yeah. it's like, of course you, of course they root for the bad answer. Yeah, like, we, the one, uh, the last one, the one that was last night was Paul W S Anderson. 
versus Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. Who's better? I hope Paul W.S. Anderson Yeah, won. it's Paul W.S. Anderson directed the Resident Evil movies. Paul <laughs> Thomas Anderson did There Will Be Blood. <laughs> uh, it's indistinguishable. Yeah. yeah. They're basically the same dude. Could be. I've never uh, Paul seen Paul W.S. Anderson did do Event Horizon, which is pretty amazing. That movie is... He wanted to do Aliens so bad, mm-hmm. so he made Event Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, uh, they're very fun, and um, after two rounds of actual debating, they put on boxing gloves and they fight. Yes. And it was great. Um, and we were talking about this last night, about, like, what song we'd go out to. Would you, but the question is, from Maggie, would you fight? Of course. Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, would I want to fight DJ? No, he's very <laughs> tall. Uh, but I would, I would do it. And also, it's good fun, but sometimes people get a little drunk and they actually like or they don't like each other and they're down to debate each other yeah. um, which is also fun because you're like oh shit this is like yeah. this is like what people like wrestling like because yeah. you're getting into it um, but uh, it's always just fucking fun and um, last year Dolph Lundgren came out and introduced one of the fights yeah, like, oh, last night uh, they actually did a debate of um, uh, is Christopher Lee the greatest Dracula ever and of course Udo Kier was there mm. for uh, Brawl and Cell Block and he's and and, and he's played Dracula. Yeah. And so, of course, his argument is that, no, Christopher Lee is not the greatest Dracula because, obviously, I play Dracula. Yeah. And uh, that announcer, like, I can't remember his name, he debated for Christopher Lee. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot. Udo Kier was a, a blast. Yeah, he was he amazing. Was, he, was having so, he was having so much. He was dancing and yeah. jumping around. You're like, oh, he's a good dude. Yeah. I, this I like this guy's a good dude. He's got good energy. And then one of the best actors from the movie came out to fight in this place yeah. uh, versus the guy who owned the gym we were at. So yeah. you're like, Oh Jesus! This is like a real. They're very strong men on stage right yeah. now. Uh, but we were talking about what our music would be that we come yes. out to because everyone has a song. Did you figure out what you'd like? I think I would choose the song, um, uh, the main theme song that goes with harmonica in the character harmonica in Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh, I know it should be like oh a joke. Like I feel like no, it doesn't it, have to. Be. I know it doesn't have to be, but it's mm-hmm. like that that movie. Maybe it's definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think it's cool. So I'd like to, that, just, that would be my choice, probably. Speaking of things that are my uh, our favorite, yeah, hey Arnold theme song is mine because also it's got like this jazzy feel to yeah. it. And then that's I, I feel like I'll come out with like a you know like a fedora like or like a really like like a kind of like one of those wide brim uh, yeah. hats with like a feather in it. And I got like a jacket over my shoulder mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like doing like a slicker you know like one of those like slow slow walks but also got a crew of guys that look exactly the same but in yeah. different colored hats and jackets it's very important I have a whole thing yeah you have a whole bit plan. do you know what your debate would be what you think you'd be pulled in on Talk about the merits of Hey Arnold. Yeah, they're and, perfect. Uh, how I'm already off to a great start yeah. if I have that song. Uh, no, I don't know. I've, I haven't thought about the topic I'd want okay. to do. But they do come up with some, and sometimes you they, they task you to come up with them. And uh, uh, there was one last night that was not the most fun to watch. Um, but it was important, especially with... Um, everything going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was yeah. just... Uh, didn't want to be that guy. That was uh that was in the ring as well. It, uh, yeah, I mean, just there uh, to props be... to him for being. It was definitely it was definitely a, a straw man thing, but yeah. like it was a, it it. I get what I get why they were going for it. Was yeah. important. So, um, which is cool. But yes. uh, we uh, 
you guys can look into the fantastic debates to figure out what it is. Um, uh, we live streamed it from the Only Stupid Answers yeah. Instagram. And somebody complained that there were too many live streams. I'm sorry. You don't like multi-angle? Yeah. Uh, go get all your multiple phones from all your family members and just turn it on. Yeah. You get a full 360 experience. How cool. Uh, you're welcome. That's crazy. We got we got one last question, Sam, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up because uh, mm-hmm. we got more movies to go see. We do. Uh, Flight of the Immortal. I'm so excited about it. Uh, Lily Mason at that Lily Mason. She's that Lily Mason. Uh, favorite, least favorite thing about Fantastic Fest. Let's not do least favorite. Come on. Where's this positive? We're having a good time here. Sam, what's your favorite thing about Fantastic Fest? Least favorite thing? I got a bug bite on the back of my ankle. Uh-huh. Uh, so... Fuck you, Fantastic Fest. Yeah, that, that, yeah, was, that was very that mean was clearly of you. on you. Uh, yeah, but no, uh, this festival is goddamn, it's a treasure. Uh, yeah. but, and favorite thing, uh, I think it's the the amount of work they go into making this theater. Uh, not only picking the films, because they go through a shit ton of movies to pick them, but that with the ex- the theater experience. It's yeah. like, you, as soon as you walk in, it's playing just a, a, a loop of uh, this weird... Basically, the goal is find weird shit on the internet, like yeah. weird old movies or foreign stuff or training videos or music videos, and just play them. Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, that, that's always fun and then you get a short and you get someone to come and intro to the movie that always has like a lot of energy and uh, you get like really into like cheering on the volunteers and the work staff and everything and you order your food uh, and I always get like some chicken fingies yeah. and fries because I'm six years old I'm <laughs> this many years old uh, and then you get into the movie and it's just it's like everyone's respectful no one's talking. You turn off your phone. If you if they see your phone, like, or if you get a complaint, because they tase you, you bro. You, they ta- no, they straight up like they tase you. They yeah. no, but they take you out. They like they kick you out because this is like it, it's a special experience for everybody. Yeah. And I'm these t- these tickets are expensive. We flew all the way over here yeah. to watch these movies. So be cool. So be cool, bro. The theater. But what are you? Favorite. I mean, it's favorite? probably the same. It's probably the same. Um, uh. uh no, my favorite uh, is probably it's, is this either either that the experience or just the movies. Just seeing the movies, I, I think I've done really well seeing the movies. I like the vibe that Fantastic Fest is going for. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope the the I think they're in a cool opportunity to be bigger and better and even more inclusive and everything in the future. I'm excited to see where they. Well, I hope we get to keep doing this because yeah. uh, it's a, it's a cool experience. It's cool to go to a film festival. This is my first time going to a film festival. Look at that. Yeah. Good one to go to. Good one to go to. So it's very inspirational. Uh, I like the Q&As a lot. Um, I find them very informative. I like hearing about where where people are coming from um, and what inspired them to do this stuff. Um, Yeah, man. It's a cool, it's a dope experience. I'm glad we got to do it. Very cool. Uh, The thing I don't like, least favorite, uh, a little bit of humidity in the air. Uh, which yeah, I thought I esca- I thought I escaped by moving to LA. All right, I don't even want a kiss of that shit anymore. I get sweaty, my hair curls. Uh, <laughs> I my hair just curls. <laughs> I think we're we're coming to an end. Yeah, we gotta man. get ready to go watch some movies. But guys, oh, wait, what are you excited for today? What are you most excited for let today? Let me check my lineup really quick because I I have it saved. Uh, if you uh, go to our Patreon, actually, by the yeah, so by the time this is live, uh, nine a.m. Ooh, I guess. Midwest time. Uh, uh, we'll be we'll be doing our um, live stream of our last live stream from Fantastic Fest on Monday, which is the day this episode goes up. Yeah. Um. So stay tuned for that, and we'll be discussing uh, movies, including 
the one that Sam's most excited for. Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Yeah, it's kind of behind the scenes of Wonder Woman. I cre- uh, creating the comic book character. Also, I'm very excited for Mom and Dad, which stars Nick Cage. I don't know what the movie's about. Yeah. But uh, I've, heard, I've heard some good buzz. Um, and I, you guys, you don't know... I know everyone talks about like, oh, we shouldn't watch trailers anymore. Just watch movies blind. And everyone's like, I'm still going to watch the trailers. Yeah. With these, though, these movies, it's sometimes impossible to find yeah. a, a trailer for it. So when you go in, you're like, no, this is actually blind. And yeah. this is so cool. Yeah. It's so much fun to get a treat. Junkhead, not a goddamn clue what that movie was going to be about. Yeah. And it turned out to be magical. Yeah. So for me, I'm excited for Blade of the Immortal, which is Takeshi Miike's. I probably pronounced that wrong. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, you tried though. He uh, is his 100th movie. How did he accomplish it? Uh, it's a mystery. I don't know. Uh, good for him. Uh, that's actually what we're going to go see basically right now. Uh, very excited for that. Very excited. Guys, thank you so much for joining us, especially yes. everyone on Patreon who joined us live, but also has been watching all of our coverage for Fantastic Fest. And thank you to everyone who supports us in any other way that you can. Get you ready. guys are the best, man. Seriously, for real, you guys are the best. I appreciate you guys and appreciate seeing you guys here. But also, if you want to check out our coverage, don't worry. Keep an eye on our YouTube channel because yeah. uh, the the video version of that will be coming out later this week. And... Um, if you're on our $5 tier, you'll be getting audio versions of those uh, talks. Yes. Because we recorded them. Because so, I know we know that sometimes more convenient for you boys and girls. Yeah, you like it. Uh, but yeah, uh, make sure you guys go check out OnlySleepAndAnswers.com for all the places to follow us. Also, all the places to listen to us. Because you guys want options. We mm-hmm. want to give you options. And uh, for people watching live, see you at 430 today at Shake Shack, South, uh, South Lamar. And we'll have a burger together. But also, we can plan maybe other other. Stuff like that. Also, little tease. Hmm. Little tease. Tease. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff planned for October. Oh, yeah, man. We've got some exciting stuff yeah. that we're going to need to figure out uh, right when we... Well, I got some... There's Immediately, there's going to be some tweets out next week when we can, or Monday when we start traveling back because um, I can't focus on anything else when we watch movies. Yeah. So get ready for that. Lots of spooky stuff, if I may Ooh. say that. So I'm very excited. Ooh. 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 Alright, guys and dolls, take care. <laughs> we will see you by tomorrow, actually. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Or some, but anyway, love you. Love you. Bye bye. Bye.